Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We have Mr. Foxcroft and Mr. Carruth back with us. Ron, David, good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you very much, Roy. Yeah, let, let's start with this. And uh, Fox, let me begin with you. As trucking firm owners, as a trucking firm owner, what's your reaction to the convoys and the blocking of roads in Ottawa? The police are calling it an occupation. And then there's the Ambassador Bridge as well. What's your reaction to that? Let me take you back to the beginning, Roy. We talked about this on your show. Uh, what was the match that lit the fuse? And, and we said, David and I both said, uh, we don't oppose the regulation of uh, being vaccinated to cross the border. What we oppose is the timing. Trucking is a difficult industry in the winter time, so let's move it. Let's pause it until June and everybody get together. Then we suggested that uh, to make that happen, Justin bring a Tim Hortons coffee and Joe come with a Dunkin' Donuts and they work it out and move it till June. That didn't happen. That infuriated some of the members of the trucking industry, uh, of which David and I did not join the the trucker protest. Right now, uh, something has been exposed, Roy, and and uh, obviously that fuse was lit, and and then there was a convoy, and obviously something is not working with the government right now, and that's called ignore. This thing got out of hand in in Ottawa three weeks ago. The uh, federal government pushed ignore, and now it's at the terrible situation that it's at today, and it's grown into a much larger faction. Roy, I'm very disappointed in the media for continuing to call it a trucker protest. Yes, it started by some truckers out, out, uh, you know, wherever it started, but it's now grown into a much larger, angrier faction of Canadians that have become and has become very volatile. However, mm-hmm. it's called, I guess, the Truckers' Convoy because the trucks are large and they're the most visible, and this is where it got yeah. started. Yeah, that, that's why, uh, because they are large, they are visible, and they've become symbols. Uh, David, what's your sense uh, about this current situation? Three weeks in, do you also, as Ron says, uh, feel that the federal government has been largely ineffective by its intended absence from taking decisions? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, for instance, I think they've paid themselves in a corner right now. Um, and, and I think it, back when this started, had we pushed this out, um, that was very close to being done, obviously, as we knew with the announcements that went out and then got walked back. Um, we would have had more time to consider. And now I think the government's put themselves in a the corner. And, you know, I agree with Ron's uh, statement. This has grown from a trucking convoy to, I guess we could call it a freedom of rights convoy. And, you know, you can't question some of that, you know, the freedom of rights and, and what, what citizens have as individuals. Uh, I, I would just support, you know, if there is a protest, then let's do it peace, peacefully. Let's not block traffic. Let's not block uh, commerce. Let's, you know, you know put, put our stuff on paper and put it down. And if the government stops ignoring uh, and starts listening and we can have some fruitful discussions, uh, then potentially we can move forward. Okay. Roy, or vac- can I... Or vac- 
Yeah, go ahead, Fox. Can I deal with something that possibly will get you suspended by the CRTC, but I have to say <laughs> Nothing it. new about that with you. Uh, no. You know what's uh, become obvious? Partisan party politics yep. is not working in running our country because every time the government makes a decision, and I'm not going to finger any one particular party, but they always start it with they name their party and then they say this is something that we're going to do for the good of Canadians. And what it really is, is what will most benefit our party and make us look good. Once they're elected, Roy, they're no longer first loyalty is to their party. Their first loyalty is to Team Canada. Even though people didn't elect them, they're still responsible for serving the people of Canada, Team Canada. And I'll just finish by giving you an example. This week I spent 90 seconds watching Question Period. And I had to decide whether it was a comedy, a drama, a sitcom, a reality show, or a soap opera. If it was comedy, I would be insulting a comedy show that I watched as a kid called Captain Kangaroo. And that would be insulting Mr. Green Jeans, Captain Kangaroo, and Mr. Moose. It's absolutely terrible. We could solve this problem if the three parties got together in a sandbox, shoulder to shoulder, and said, we must fix this. We must serve Canadians. Let's not leave this sandbox without a solution that we can communicate. Partisan party politics is done. It's always been, well, I shouldn't say it's always been that way, but it's been this way for a long time. If you watch Question Period, and I do periodically, as you have, and I'm sure you have, David, what you hear is somebody asking a question of a member across the House. Generally, it's the opposition asking the government a question, and the question isn't answered. The government rep, in this case, I watched uh, Candace Bergen and Justin Trudeau on vaccine mandates. It's on my Twitter feed, at the Roy Green Show. Ms. Bergen asked Mr. Trudeau a question. He never even got close to answering the question. He went on his own talking points. And this is what frustrates people across the country. But bringing this full circle, and I have to take a break in a sec. I know you guys are staying with us a few minutes longer. So the federal government has essentially had a hands-off approach. They haven't done anything. Their contributions have been minimal at best. They handed it over to local police, and they handed it over to the provinces. So in in Ontario, Doug Ford, the premier, declared an emergency with fines up to $100,000, loss of truck registrations, and difficulty crossing the border going forward if individuals are convicted of obstruction when they're told to get out of the way. Is this the appropriate approach at this particular time, David? Hmm. Well, I, you know what? I wish I could answer that with conviction. Um, I, I certainly, I, I think it's the only thing that Mr. Ford could do, uh, other than than going out himself and speaking face to face with people at the bridges. Uh, I really think that our federal government, um, uh, you know, fumbled this one, and and certainly don't have the ability to walk it back. And I think the only way they can walk it back. Is they is if they lift all restrictions and all mandates, sort of thing, and and just say okay, let's just move forward. 
80% vaccinated. We said we were going to do that when we got over 80%. So now let's move forward. In early December, when we first spoke, you pointed out that between 5 and 30% of trucks that should be on the road are not because you don't have the drivers to get them out there. The, the freight is there to be moved, but you don't have the drivers, so you can't move the trucks. Fox, beginning with you, are you increasingly frustrated? And is that number still as it was, or is it getting worse? It's getting worse, Roy, because right now, you see, uh, we have a, a further shortage of employees because if you have cold symptoms, um, at rightfully so, you're instructed to quarantine for five days. So we have had that sit- situation exap- exasperate the the, the problem. But Roy, you, you ask um, uh, us both if uh, this, this, this problem is, is getting worse. Are we getting more frustrated? Absolutely, Roy. We do business at Fox 40 in 140 countries. And every time we go to a trade show, people say, are you Canadian? And the answer is yes. And they turn and say, we love you. What's happening right now by pushing ignore by our federal government, which our federal government have done uh, similar at the Caledonia Six Nations of the Grand River land dispute that started in 1995. And now I'm going to finger all parties. All parties have had a chance to govern in Canada. Nobody has done anything for the uh, Caledonia land dispute, uh, Six Nations of the Grand River land dispute in 25 years. By pushing ignore, the same thing has happened here. By pushing ignore for three weeks, we've brought shame and embarrassment to our country. Answer your question. I am more frustrated than we were four weeks ago. All right. Let me, uh, David, just before I go to you, let me bring Owen on the line. He just called in. We didn't ask for anybody to call. But Owen's calling, and I think uh, we we need to talk to him. He is uh, um, a trucker himself. Owen, you've, you've experienced trucker um, activity in the United States. What do you want to say here? (laughs) Well, a long time ago, I've been in the industry for 37 years, going on 38. And I was down in the States when they had, I I don't know if your guests remember the big trucker states down in the States when California got completely blocked. And, and, uh, I mean, they didn't go block the Capitol. I mean, if they break up the Capitol, all they have to do is switch and do what they did in that trucker strike. And they hamstrung everybody. Nobody could get out of the truck stops anywhere. I personally was blocked, had to call my dispatch, and instead of getting into a big problem they just i just took a taxi to the airport and there was a plane ticket waiting for me to come home mm-hmm. left the truck and everything down there so i mean if they break up ottawa or that bridge all they have to do is just turn to the tactics that were used you know 30 years ago okay owen appreciate the call uh david caruth your thoughts maybe on what owen just said but also on whether your frustration level is growing. And then, by extension, we had started talking about the supply chain problems in December. That hasn't gone away. This current situation can't be making the supply chain issues any less. David, go ahead. Yeah, correct. So, for instance, um, my senior team, my business development team, all of our client service folks have been on the phone for the last week and a half, all day, every day. Uh, whether it's with our clients giving them update as to when the freight can move or what the cost is going to move. I had one of our 
major key clients ask us to move a bunch of stuff, provide them rates to move stuff east, west Canada over the road. And our response was, we can't give you rates. Everything's a spot quote. The rates change ridiculously hour by hour sort of thing. It's, um, it's a frustration level, not only with the trucking companies, but with the, the shipper groups within the transportation companies. Um, and I certainly, um, I certainly kind of respect what, uh, uh, what the, the demonstration is trying to do, but it's affecting the, the quality of, of being able to cross the border for the professional drivers that are still trying to drive, still trying to continue to move the goods and keep the economy flowing. Yeah. So, so let me ask it, you this, Mr. Foxcroft. Ultimately, it's the consumer. It's the average Canadian person who's trying to get through life, pay the bills, buy the groceries, pay the taxes. Inflation is on us. Uh, fuel costs more. You know more about that than most people. How hard does this have the potential to hit the average Canadian in the wallet? Beyond description, Roy, uh, David made a very good point. Costs are skyrocketing and going through the roof. And if uh, we can just go back to when we were on your national show three or four weeks ago when we suggested to the government, why don't you just throw the trucking industry a little bone reduce the tax on fuel, reduce the carbon tax, move this border regulation to June the 1st, give the trucking uh, industry an opportunity to regroup and get through a difficult winter period. Now that the costs have skyrocketed, Roy, that has to be passed along to the consumer. The consumer, the grocery store, the consignee ultimately you and me and every Canadian that needs to buy groceries, this increased skyrocketing cost has to be passed on to the poor, hardworking, family, honest Canadians. It's a big problem. And now, on top of that, we have these, these protests. And David said it best. I don't want to inflame this situation. There's some people with... And I have some, 20 seconds, Fox. I have okay, 20 seconds left. There's legitimate concerns... But what we don't agree with, David and I, is breaking the law and violence and, and doing bad things to hardworking family people. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.